Hello, everybody, and welcome to our Christmas Eve service. Particularly if you're a visitor here, it's great to, to have you with us. Or if you're watching online, great that you can join in that way as well. Well, Christmas is about good news, isn't it? Good news um, that's worth proclaiming, worth telling others. Uh, it's good news that takes away our fears, our worries, and replaces them with joy as we worship the new-born King, Jesus, the Son of God. In the Old Testament, in the book of Isaiah, we read these words. It says there, You who bring good news to Zion, go up on a high mountain. You who bring good news to Jerusalem, lift up your voice with a shout. Lift it up. Do not be afraid. Say to the towns of Judah, here is your God. Let's pray as we start our service together. Heavenly Father, we thank you that we can come together this Christmas Eve to celebrate the coming of Jesus into this world. Thank you that Christmas is a time of rejoicing at the good news that you sent Jesus as our saviour to deal with our sin and to bring us the greatest peace that we need, peace with you. And with all the busyness of the past few days, getting ready for Christmas, finishing off all the jobs that need to be done, and with all the uncertainty in this current changing situation, we pray that you would help us now to focus on what Christmas is really all about and be filled with awe and wonder at Jesus Christ himself. So as we do so, help us to reorder the priorities of our lives and to know your peace and joy this Christmas. In Jesus' name, amen. But in our first carol, we celebrate the one who came down to earth from heaven, who is God and Lord of all. I'm going to stand to sing once in Royal David City. things that make you afraid. There are all sorts of things that people are afraid of. Uh, Experts have tried to group them in different categories. There's fears relating to social situations and people. Uh, Maybe the fear of uh, embarrassing yourself. Uh, There's fears relating to specific situations. Um, Fear of flying, fear of driving, going in a lift. Maybe fear of heights. Some of you can relate to those. Fear of animals. Often the smallest ones are more scary than the larger ones. Fear of insects, spiders, could be dogs. Fear of uh, the natural environment, fear of thunder, darkness, water. Or fear of illness, of needles, blood, covid As we're going to see in our readings, um, many of the characters in the Christmas story become afraid particularly when an angel or a host of angels appears before them. It's not surprising that uh, when the angels have been in the presence of God and they reflect the glory of God, that's something which is quite scary at one level. And the shepherds, we're told in particular, were terrified. But in each case, the angel tells them, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. Trust in God Trust in his salvation and he will remove your fear and replace it 
with joy. Well, Colin's going to be speaking a bit more on that theme later on, but we're going to sing another carol now, um, this time about the shepherds, which contains uh, these lyrics. Fear not, said he, for mighty dread had seized their troubled mind. Glad tidings of great joy I bring to you and all mankind. Let's stand to sing. Please uh, take a seat. And now we've got Esme and Luella who are going to come and bring us our first reading, which comes from Luke chapter 2, 1 to 7. The birth of Jesus. At the time, Augustus Caesar sent an order that all people in the countries under Roman rule must list their names in a register. This was the first registration. It was taken while Quirinius was governor of Cyrus. Syria, and all went to their own towns to be registered. So Joseph left Nazareth, a town in Galilee, and went to the town of Bethlehem in Judah, known as the town of David. Joseph went there because he was from the family of David. Joseph registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged and who was now pregnant. While they were in Bethlehem, the time came for Mary to have the baby and she gave birth to her first son. Because there were no rooms in the inns, she wrapped the baby with pieces of cloth and laid him in a box where the animals were fed. Brilliant. Well done, girls. Very well read. Uh, we're going to sing again before Muri brings our next reading from Luke 2, 8 to 20. Um, and then we'll watch and listen to the carol, O Holy Night, on video. But first, let's stand to sing Silent Night, Holy Night. Luke chapter 2, verse 8 to 20. And there were shepherds living in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a saviour has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was, who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told about them, about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at the shepherds, at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising the Lord for all the things they had been, they had heard and seen, 
which were just as they had been told. Well, it's great that we've got uh, some Marion Hansen singing for us um, today. And Marion, I'm going to invite you up just to ask you a couple of questions. Um, because sadly, this is going to be probably your last Christmas in Long Crendon, isn't it? Um, you're Possibly. looking to, to move on. <laughs> yeah. um, tell us where you're going and, and, and why. Um, well, having reached <coughs> state pension age, um, <laughs> I've decided, yes, absolutely. <laughs> I've decided to um, move nearer to my daughter down in Dorset, so I'm hoping to buy a retirement flat uh, near to her. So I found one I like. But I need to sell mine, so. Ah, oh, catch to the situation. Yeah. <laughs> we will be praying for you that it does yeah. all go through yeah. for, for you. Um, so it'll be sad for us to see you go. And we've been here quite a few, how many years have you been here at the church? <clears throat> well, my <laughs> son was dedicated here and he's now 31, so. Right. Um, quite a few then. On and off yeah, yeah. for, yeah, yeah, yeah. about 30 years. Well, I have plenty of time to say goodbye to you before you go. But um, just yeah. this, this evening, I wanted to ask you a question. The theme of um, this evening is how do we respond um, when we're feeling in situations of fear, when we're afraid? Um, as you think back on your life, can you think of situations when you felt afraid and how has um, God helped you? in those um, particular situations? Um, I think I've always been a very anxious person. Um, That's my default position. Um, But uh, the biggest fear that I've ever really encountered is fear of the future. And life has had its ups and its downs, and the downs have really challenged me. Um, And there have been times when I thought, you know, well, Lord, what on earth are you doing? Um, And yet, um, I'm still here, and um, I'm still praising him because he has been the constant in my life. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever, and sometimes that's all I have to cling on to. But it's worth clinging on to because he has always proved to be worth clinging on to. Um, he's always seen me through and out the other side. And when I've really sort of wondered what on earth is going on, years down the line, I sort of look back and say, yes, God, you, you knew what you were doing. I didn't. <laughs> so, you know, uh, yeah. Brilliant. Well, thank you very much, Mary. And hopefully thank that's you. an encouragement for others who may be feeling anxious um, this evening. Let's come to to God, the one who knows our anxieties, who knows our fears, and let's ask him for his help. Now, let's uh, let's pray. Father God, we do praise you that you are a God of love, and it's out of your love for the world that you sent your Son into the world to be our Saviour. And we praise you that your word tells us that there is no fear in love, that perfect love drives out fear. Because fear has to do with punishment. We thank you that we don't need to fear punishment for our sins. Because Jesus has taken that punishment for us. He's dealt with those sins on the cross. Thank you that he's taken away our guilt, our shame and our fear. And replaced it with a knowledge of your love and the promise of eternal life. Thank you for sealing that promise through your Holy Spirit. Forgive us Lord for forgetting forgetting that your love never changes, never fades, that you never abandon the purpose for which you came to save us from our sinful condition and to give us life 
eternal, the joy of a relationship with a holy God. And so as you have loved us, may we also live lives of love towards others. I particularly thank you for those working in the health and social care services over Christmas, their willingness to sacrifice their own celebrations for the sake of those in need. And we pray you would keep them healthy and sustain their hearts of compassion towards the needy. And we do pray for those in need this Christmas. We pray for all those who are on their own or in hospital, in care homes or on the streets. Separated from their families and friends. May you bring healing and strength and keep them firm in their faith. For those who are feeling anxious or depressed, may you shine your light into their hearts that they may experience the hope and joy that Jesus brings. And for those who are grieving who do not feel like celebrating this Christmas, may you comfort and strengthen them in their loss. And as we reflect on your Christmas gift to us of salvation through your son, Jesus Christ, may we respond by being willing to give you our whole lives in worship and thanksgiving. And may you help us to know you and love you and trust you more deeply. In Jesus' name. Amen. Before we come to God's word, let's just have a a brief prayer. Let's pray together. Father God, as we meet together uh, this Christmas Eve, would you speak to us? Would we see Jesus in the page of scripture, that we would meet him this evening, that we would be changed by him? We pray this in your son's name. Amen. Now, if you've been following the news at all recently, uh, you'll have seen that quite often there's a common question that keeps coming up. A question which is this. How worried should we be? How worried should we be and then insert the subject? The question is not, is there anything that we should be mindful of? Or even are there some things that might be a concern to us that we should think about? Now the question assumes that we already are worried and in the light of that worry, just how worried should we be? How worried should we be about various things that come up in our lives? Like how worried should we be about Omicron? How worried should we be about Christmas? How worried should we be about the environment? How worried should we be about our pensions? About the power of Facebook, YouTube and Google? about the economy, about things like the price of gas, about homelessness, about the the levels of crime, about elephants in the environment, about the food that we eat, about the food that we don't eat, about the vitamins that we have, about the vitamins that we don't have, and about, again, COVID. How worried should we be? The message of fear is constant, and it affects everyone everywhere. Because people are more anxious than they've ever been. And then madly, articles come out entitled, How worried should we be about our mental health? In other words, how worried should we be about our worry? 
It's mad. The river of negativity never really seems to stop. It never seems to stop flowing. The news always seems to be bad news of doom and despair. And so in the depths of winter, as we look towards a twinkle of light at Christmas, do we have some good news to share? Do we have some good news to speak about? These are some good news to meditate on that would fill our hearts with joy and not fear. Does God have good news for us? Well, as we look at part of the Christmas story tonight, we'll see that there are really two threads that I'd like to pull on from the verses that were read to us. As God says to us, two things. Firstly, don't be afraid. And secondly, rejoice in the good news. Don't be afraid, but instead rejoice in the good news. So firstly, don't be afraid. The story opens with Caesar Augustus calling for a census to be taken for all the people to return to their hometowns. Joseph and Mary are pledged to be married and went from the town of Nazareth in Judea to Bethlehem in the town of King David as Joseph belonged to the family line of David. Whilst there, Mary was expecting a child and she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in cloths, placed him in a manger because there was no place for them to stay. The gospel writer Luke goes on to tell us about another interaction, one between some shepherds and an angel of the Lord. It says this, And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. The shepherds were terrified. These common men tending their flocks in the cover of darkness were frightened to death. They were terrified because Luke says that the glory of the Lord shone around them. And you can imagine the scene, can't you? The shepherds being in the total pitch black out in the middle of nowhere in the fields. All of a sudden the place is flooded with light. And an angel from heaven descends towards them. Their response is really the only response that anyone would have. Utter terror. As there's no more darkness, no more darkness at all, but only brilliant light as the glory of the Lord shines down upon them. Now that is terrifying. And that's exactly the way that the Old Testament speaks about this sort of event. The prophet Isaiah reacted just like that when he saw into the throne room of heaven. When he saw the Lord seated on a throne in his majesty and glory, he cried out, Woe is me, I am ruined, for I am a man of unclean lips and have seen the King, the Lord Almighty. Because if we ourselves get a glimpse of the Lord, it shows us for who we really are. It shows what we should really fear. We should fear the Lord. Because when left to ourselves, we think that, honestly, we're good people. That we are nice, upstanding people. That the problem is not us in ourselves, in our lives, but those people out there 
somewhere. But when God shines the light of his word into our darkness, into our own lives, then we realize that we're not actually the good people that we might think we are. We see that God is totally pure and perfect and holy, and we are selfish and sinful. In comparison to the light and purity, excellence and majesty of the Lord, our hearts are like filthy, muddy puddles. Therefore, when we see the Lord in all his splendor, then we should have only one response to his holiness. The same response as the shepherds. Terror. Terror and fear because we are not the people that we might claim to be. We're sinful people before a holy and perfect and pure God. As it's not our situations that should make us fearful, but actually our relationship with the Lord. One uh, minister, uh, an old minister, Oswald Chambers, says, the remarkable thing about God is that when you fear God, you fear nothing else. Whereas if you do not fear God, you fear everything else. If we listen to the messages of the day, drilling us with bad news every moment of the day, then it's no wonder that we are people full of fear. Stop listening to the messages of fear. And if you're a journalist, stop printing the messages of fear. Don't listen to the prophets of doom and cease listening to their voices. Instead, listen to the voice of God. As the shepherds are reassured in their terrifying state, as Luke writes, inspired by the Holy Spirit, But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. Don't be afraid of the fact that heaven has opened up and shines upon you. Why not? Because we can rejoice in the good news. The shepherds shouldn't fear and indeed neither should we. As the angel says, I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. The angel isn't an angel of death bringing bad news. No, this angel brings good news. Good news that will bring joy to all people. The angel says that there will be a sign as a baby will be born in a manger. And after seeing a large company of angels, the shepherds go to Jerusalem to see if the message they received is to be believed. The shepherds returned and they went around praising and glorifying God because they had, what they had been told was true. A savior had come. A savior had been born. The fear that they once had had been replaced by joy. Joy because they realized what they'd been told was true. It was true. That a savior had been born and they, they now had hope. Hope because Jesus Christ was born. And that's not just good news for some people. As the angel said, this is good news that will cause great joy for all the people. 
It's true for every single one of us. He came because Jesus came to preach good news. He came to preach good news to all people. That whoever follows him will be saved from their sins and enjoy eternal life with Jesus. He has come to banish our fears, to cast them out of our hearts and our lives, to save us from our sins and give give us a spirit of peace in our hearts. Jesus came to give us his peace that we can see him in his glory. Just as the disciples did, the followers of Jesus, when he was changed, when he's transfigured on a mountaintop, as the, as the gospel writer Matthew says, while Jesus was still speaking, a bright cloud covered them, and a voice from the cloud said, This is my son whom I love. With him I am well pleased. Listen to him. When the disciples heard this, they fell face down to the ground, terrified. But Jesus came and touched them. Get up, he said. Don't be afraid. When they looked up, they saw no one except Jesus. Because friends, as Jesus said to his disciples, he says to us today, don't hide. Get up. Come to Jesus. Don't be afraid. Don't be wrecked with anxiety and worry. Don't let the messengers of bad news tear you down, but instead look to our Lord Jesus. Look to him as he says to us, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid because I bring you good news that will cause great joy. The good news to all people. A savior has been born, the savior from our sins. His name is Jesus. And he calls us to himself. He calls us to find rest in him. That we would find rest for our tired and weary souls. To place our hope in him. And to find joy and peace in him. And so wouldn't you come to Jesus today? To find rest for your soul in Jesus Christ. That you would experience joy and not fear. I pray that that is true of you. That you will come to him and experience that this Christmas. Let me pray. Come thou long expected Jesus. Born to set thy people free. From our fears and sins release us. Let us find our rest in thee. Our gracious God and loving Heavenly Father, thank you for your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you that he came to save us from our sins and set us free. Lord Jesus, we pray for anyone here this evening who has not come to you to experience the rest for their souls you would draw them to yourself tonight. You would reveal yourself to them. And Father God, for all those who do know you, may we find peace and rest for our souls this Christmas time as we look to our son, to your son, 
our precious Savior, Jesus. In his name we pray. Amen. Now we're going to stand for our final carol, Hark the Herald Angels Sing. I do hope you've enjoyed your time with us this evening, particularly if you've been watching online as well. But let's close now in prayer. Let's pray. Father God, we do thank you for our time together. And we pray that we would leave here full of wonder at the coming into this world of Jesus, the Prince of Peace. Thank you that we don't need to worry. We don't need to be afraid. Because as we put our trust in him, he will cast out all fear and fill it with joy. We praise you for that in Jesus' name. Amen.